Bears. The Bears. New York. We should be like, I left Friday morning <laughs> with fucking LaCroix and a hangover. I went to your place. Showed up Friday night. We got in town Friday night. We had a couple beers at the Ruby Tuesdays across the street. Yeah, dude, I fucking I had nothing to eat that entire day. I was hit, I would hit hard. I was like I was surprised at how fucking thank you. I was surprised at how <laughs> how drunk that one twenty five ounce beer got me in the Bud Light. We were only yeah, there for like forty side. minutes and we drank. We did hammer them down pretty fast. We drank thirty fucking. I was super thirty four ounces of, from beer just sitting there eating, mm-hmm. and that well, I only those wings were tiny. I had more food than you, but I also yeah, had hadn't a, eaten. Get a salad and then I had a uh, fucking monster salad. I filled that fucking plate up and then that pasta. huge plate of pasta. Yeah, shout out to Ruby Tuesdays. I didn't know they were still open. Me too. I didn't know Ruby Tuesdays still fucking existed. Yeah, I they were Hunzo. Yeah, because why would you give a fuck about a Ruby Tuesdays? Well, that one probably made me killing because there's nine hotels. Yeah, and you're literally walking. Yeah. Just it was literally every pulled single in. one. We pulled in trying to figure out where the fuck we were at, and I was just like, oh, "I'm really hungry." And we drove past. I was like, "We can go to that Ruby Tuesdays. It's literally a stone throw away from where we're sleeping yeah. tonight." Live from New York, it is Saturday night. The Fetch and Shock podcast, a very special live episode. Well, not live to you, because you're not hearing this yeah. live, but live to me and Matt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We here. This is the first time we've ever recorded in the same room with each other. True. I don't like it so far. Mm-mm. I gotta fucking hate it. Yeah, so we're in uh, we're in a hotel room somewhere uh, 10 minutes outside of the town of Syracuse. Yeah, outside of downtown Syracuse. During the college football game, which I'm assuming Clemson is fucking stomping Syracuse and all the locals likely. are bummed out. They're just getting hammered. Yeah, I mean, that'll happen. Watch, we'll end up getting we'll, getting done recording. We'll turn on the TV and Syracuse is just like upset, crushing upset them. Upset of the century. Yeah, upset of the fucking millennia. 90 nothing or something crazy. Yeah, highest scoring football game. Also, yeah. biggest upset <laughs> in college football history. <laughs> but yeah, we are, we are in Syracuse, New York for the uh, Star City Games New York... Syracuse Open, and it is my favorite format, Legacy. Me, on the other hand, could eh. give two fucks. Yeah. Well, th- I have fun. Correct me if I'm wrong. These are the games you played today and the games we played last night were the very first paper games of Legacy you ever played. In a tournament, yeah. Yeah. Because I had lands built, which mm. I played lands a couple times against you. You and me played Turbo Depths that matchup, but I was playing no, Death No, no, it wasn't Turbo Depths. It was... It was actual. It was actual lands, like red green lands. Yeah, I do remember that. And I sold it because I thought that I would love that deck. And then you ended up not liking it. I just didn't like. The... You also played it against it against like an awkward fucking matchup. Too. That's the point. I think that might have had a little bit of a hand in it. That's possible. Yeah, but fucking yeah, these were your first tournament games of Legacy. Yeah, Matt, what did you think of Legacy so far? It's honestly, it's modern with a bigger card pool and better mana bases. That's it. Which is kind of sick, though. That is it. It's also slower than modern, correct? Currently, yeah. Yeah, it's it's yeah. slower than it's a more fair version of modern, but with better mana. Well, like, there's what's some, bad about that? There's some more alternate, uh, alternatively broken, ultimately more broken things. Yeah, I would say that there are like you have dark depths, very clearly not okay, and yeah, you can't have dark depths, and and also, I mean, the rituals. To be fair, you honestly could. Right now, well, you could. You have ways. You have ways to disrupt it. You have path. Mm-hmm. And you there's have also wasteland. not like crop rotation and shit in modern. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's true. I would like to see maybe that a version of that happen. Yeah, there are ways that you could do it that 
I think the issue is it's you could kill someone. A quote-unquote fixed dark depths. Yeah, you could. Well, no. Well, is that if, what the yeah, blue I think enchantment was from yeah, Modern that Horizons? Was, that was shit. Yeah, I, I think, think that if Dark Depths, it breaks the turn four role of Modern. Because you can legitimately kill them on turn three pretty consistently. Urborg, uh, Vampire Hexmage, Dark Depths. And oh, done. see, you can't print exactly that because Hexmage, Hexmage doesn't exist in Modern, does it? Zendikar. Zendikar. Yeah, yeah, it's for sure legal in it. I just knew it was in like a Commander thing, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. That's where I saw its first reprint was Commander. But yeah, that's. I think that's the main reason. Sure. But that and like you have LED... Um, Ironically, I played a fucking souped-up modern deck myself, and yeah. round one, that's what I played. I played a souped-up modern deck. My first round was yeah. against Affinity. So I think the format for this is going to be just me and Matt going through uh, kind of our day and what we uh, what we played against. Uh, and then after we're done talking about our matchups and stuff, we can talk about like our thoughts on the day um, and uh, just kind of a little wrap-up of what we thought of SCG New York and maybe our plans for tomorrow because we still got Sunday. Yeah, we're I'm for sure going back. Oh, we're playing tomorrow, tomorrow for sure. Yeah, but I probably won't be playing Legacy. I'll probably be playing some slinging some modern spells. Well, you can decide that as we're talking. So yeah, let's talk about your round one because your round one is probably like your most fascinating matchup of the. Of the I was not expecting deck. Affinity of all things. No, it just a, Honestly, a straight was, up Affinity deck. When you told me about it, I was like, "Are you serious?" It was Affinity that was playing. Thought not seared. Oh, that's sweet. Just like Soul Lands. Soul Lands, Affinity Creatures. Like, turn one, he went... I forget what land it was. I think it was a Wasteland turn one, and then played a Vault Guard. I was like, what in the fuck oh, is Jesus going on? Oh, Jesus Christ. What is this, modern? Yeah, and then he followed that up with Mox Opal, Soul Land, Thought not seared. And I was like, oh. Oh, that's fair. Very imbalanced yeah. magic, the gathering. No, the first land, he, it wasn't a Wasteland, I lied. It was the Artifact. Land, Dark Souls Citadel? Yeah. Oh, so it was straight up a modern start. Yeah. Like, and m- just happened to have... Modern legal land, pay to life, play modern legal creature. Yeah, and then played an ancient tomb, Mox Opal, with uh, Thought Knot to follow turn two. Yeah, so they played five cards by turn two, and one of them was Legacy Legal, and the rest were legal and modern. Yeah. Well, I guess I just showed you the power of fucking Soul Lands. Yeah, Soul Like, Lands. that's what makes that boss dead. Yeah. It's the fact that there's a line. Everything else is legal in modern. It's not even well, really... That's a, why... It's not the top tier deck in modern either. Yeah. Well, at least the top tier artifact deck in modern. That's why uh, Eye of Ugin got banned mm-hmm. in modern, because it was way more than just a soul land. You could... I mean, it was effectively could, a soul land plus. Yeah, way more plus, because you could dump three, four creatures out if you really wanted to, and then still follow up with a turn two. Yeah, fucking insane. Not. Yeah, it's that... See, remember that conversation we had about Synergy? That is some kind of synergy or something like no. that. <laughs> God damn it. Um, well, my round one, I played against uh, what should be the bread and butter matchup of uh, uh, Blue Red Delver. Oh, we should probably tell them what we played. Oh, yeah. You played. Well, everybody knows what you played. I retweeted your thing. Yeah, of, I tweeted uh, the deck out. Yeah, it was a birthing pod centered list. Kiki pod. Yeah, but with Kiki Jiki. So if anybody played modern circa uh, 2015 you'll have an idea of what the list looked like it played. Uh, Kiki Jiki, Mirror Breaker, Restoration Angel, and that was a combo. It Deceiver also played X-Arc, Deceiver Exarch combo. Guardian. Those were the, the combo pieces. The combo pieces. pieces. And then around that shell, you were playing uh, like oh, Siege Rhino, See? Renegade Rallyer. Yeah. Uh, Baleful Strix was a Soul big Herder. one. Soul Herder, Baleful Strix. Yeah, Soul Herder got taken out every game. 
I didn't play any real grindy matchups where... But if you would have keeping it in, you would have won at least one match. Or won at least one round that you didn't. No. I took out Felidar Guardian, not Soul Herder. No, Soul Herder when you were playing the uh, Lands, or the Delver deck. Rug Delver. Because you went to pod away. I went to get Felidar Guardian and I took it out. Uh, That's what I was... Well, we'll get to that later. His fucking Matt's uh, trials and tribulations throughout the day of his very first day of Legacy. Gotta love that. And I, uh, to nobody's surprise, played... Uh, Played uh, Death and Taxes. ENT. Yes. And for any of the Death and Taxes aficionados out there, uh, the exciting parts of the deck were I was playing, instead of Mother Ruins, I was playing Giver of Ruins because Ren and Six is a card. Two toughness. Big. Yep. I was also playing Two Tomic. And Plague Engineer. Plague Engineer really wrecks Death and Taxes. So yeah. does all, both of those cards are just, oh, just absolute fucking houses against me. Uh, I played Two Tomics in my. Uh, some of my flex slots. I also played a. Uh, I played one Mirren Crusader, which I don't think I cast once the, on the entire day. From your matchups, it doesn't look like it would have really. Um, it's surprisingly good in the Rug Delver matchup and in the four color low matchup. Um, but besides that, that and it can wield a sword, a motherfucker. Yeah, it just depends on when they expel their removal. It can block a Tarmogoyf all fucking day. And if it doesn't hit a bolt or if I can put a sword on it, that thing just runs away with yeah. the game. It's really, really good in the four-color uh, low matchup because I don't think my opponent was playing four. Uh, None of their removal can touch it. Except for uh, Punishing Fire. Oh. oh, yeah, I guess. But I don't thing. think he was playing four Punishing Fire. I don't know why, but I don't think he was. Yeah, that, 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 seems... Yeah, that seems like an incorrect play. But, I, yeah, I played Death and Taxes, and then I played... Yeah, I played one Mirror and Crusader, and then... Uh, because of the lovely people on Twitter, I played one. Uh, they decided to f for that I flip a coin on my other flex slot between a second Mirror Crusader and Ethalia, Heretic Athar. And uh, the coin flip won. I flipped and I ended up playing Lethalia, which she did come in uh, handy for a couple different moments. And I'm glad that she was in my 75, which is something I did not expect. But yeah, let's. Well, that uh, makes creatures and non basic lands come into play tapped. Yes. Which slows down a lot of the matchups. A lot of shit. Yeah. yeah. So my uh, my first round matchup after uh, after Matt was playing uh, Affinity, uh, my round one matchup was uh, Blue Red Delver, which like I said should be the fucking bread and butter. Yeah, cake. That's why Death and Texas. Yeah, is because of fair matchups like that. But uh, it was very early in the morning, and I was a little hungover because we uh, we got drunk at Ruby Tuesdays the night before. Because we're scum. <laughs> yeah. Sounds about right. Yeah. And uh, I won game one and I punted away game two because I uh, forgot a Aether, one, Aether, one single Aether Bow trigger. And I guess that is the moral of the story is that legacy is built upon small little decisions that mean a whole fucking lot. Like that, I can boil down my loss on that game two in round one to. Me missing that Aether Bow trigger. Because if I would have had it on two, I would have been able to curve out Thalia into three mana Thalia and just have been off to the races. Instead but because I missed that, I was a much. turn behind and I lost that game by probably a turn's worth of mana. So, I mean, yeah, I lost game two and then I lost game three to just the classic Delver having the four... The Delver. Count, yeah, the four counter spells with a turn one Delver, like... Regardless of how good the matchup is, Delver's going to be able to Delver yeah. on occasion, and they got me. So I lost round one against uh, the bread and butter matchup. That was a fucking awful start to my day. <laughs> was not excited about that. But then onwards and upwards. So we started off the day, both of us, <laughs> 0-1. Oh, <laughs> Pretty good. 
Uh, what did you face round two? Round two, I actually played against Rug Delver. Uh, game one, they Delvered me. I couldn't get on the board at all. Dazes and... Prevented you from playing your game? Yeah. And then a timely Wasteland to cut me off one source. Your your deck seemed like particularly susceptible to Wasteland if you didn't have an abundance of lands. But that was the only time that I got manifest Punished by Wasteland, yeah. yeah. Every other time it's like, okay, cool, Wasteland up. Mm-hmm. Fine. Unless they have, like, Rug Delver, if they assembled, like, Renin Six and Wasteland against you, oh, boy, you were in for a beating. But that never happened to you, which is no. nice. Um, I have a bunch of creatures, so Renin to attack it and kill it. Yeah, because your creatures are bigger than their creatures. Yeah. Presumably at that point. And there's not that many hit by Renin Six. And if they waste their turn killing my Belfal Strix... Renin Six, ugh, in that Delver deck, too, it's and it has become abundantly... I mean, I knew this before, but today... Them hitting their land drops. Oh, no, I knew that. Renin 6 dying and fueling Tarmogoyfs is so, so relevant. The 4, 5, and 6. That is just like, that pushes Tarmogoyf over the edge in that deck. And normally, like online, I I have faced that before and I get it. But today I had some awkward scenarios. I think it's because I also drew poorly in a couple of my games today. And that was how I lost the one Rug Delver matchup. Um, Renin 6 dying and making that Tarmogoyf a 5, 6 is big game for the Rugdower player. I actually came across a couple Renin in various different decks. It wasn't yeah. just in Rugdelver. Lands plays it. Uh, any deck that can play red and green yeah. and have those that that mana on a regular basis, 1,000% will play that card. Yeah. I I punted uh, my round two because round one he Delvered me. Or Matt, game one he Delvered me out. Cool. Makes sense. Yeah. Game two, I was mopping the floor with him. And then... I sideboarded. I took out Felidar Guardian. Which, I was there for that. Yeah, and I was searching for it, and I was like, "Fuck!" No, the, you did that was game three because I came over because my one was done pretty early. Mm, yes, and I watched. I yeah, watched game, the end of three. your game one because I smacked, or your game two. Yeah, because you comboed him out. Yes. Yeah, you actually uh, you achieved the Kiki Jiki Felidar Guardian. No, it was a Kiki Jiki Deceiver uh, Exarch. Whatever, whatever. It, doesn't it was Deceiver Exarch in yeah. that game specifically. And then I t- had Felidar Guardian out for some reason, which I have it in there for two four drops to... Pot into. To go up the chain, yeah. yeah. And for some stupid reason, I took it Shot out. Shot it out. So that was a punt because Siege Rhino... Oh, man. ...dealt him Nine 17 damage because I attacked with it. Yeah, and he, then it, probably 15 because he fetched a couple times. Yeah. Well, he, he assembled Ren in six, but he yeah. He's down to one, and if I would have had the Felidar Guardian... I went through the chain. I chained a Scavenging Ooze into a Deceiver, Deceiver Exarch, Exarch to untap the pod, pod, potted the Deceiver Exarch to go get the Felidar Guardian, but I took the Felidar Guardian out, out, and the resto was in my graveyard. Yeah, and I watched you do that, and I watched you look through, and then I, you put down your deck, and you went to your sideboard and looked, and you're like, fuck. Because <laughs> yeah, that would have been, that was my... That would have been GG right there. Your yeah. opponent was at... Uh, he was at one. He was at one at that point. And if I would have blinked, Siege Rhino, game it would be, over. Yeah, negative two. Yeah, cause I, and that was something I was really impressed with with your deck, too. The power of Siege Rhino. Yeah, 4-5. Standard All-Star, at one point in time, Modern All-Star. Yeah, Siege Rhino's a fucking four, guy, 4-5, five, Trample, 6-life uh, total swing. Mm-hmm. Not bad. Yeah, shout out to Rissic Shuddy. He, uh, he has a video that like really fucking hits home the power of Siege Rhino. I love it. Does Siege Rhino was initially supposed to be a 3-mana 4-4 four, four, um, that... Entered the battlefield, uh, drain and gained two, and then if opponent 
Or if, if an ability made you discard Seedrino or an opponent's ability play. made you discard Seedrino, put it into play. How fucked up would that would have been? That would have been crazy. Uh, it was Abzan Colors, 4-4, four, four, those abilities. Man, that would have been a mistake, man. Yeah. Fuck, that card would have been nuts. I'm glad they didn't do that. Yeah, that would have been mm-hmm. scary. So, <laughs> you lost round two. Yes, which I, I should have won, and it's entirely my fault. Eh. I don't really give a shit. That's magic. Yeah, it's literally the sixth game, not even match. Of game magic. of magic. Because yeah. the first really ones that you played with the deck were the night before after we had been drinking heavily. Yes. <laughs> Classic Magic the Other. Classic Petra Truck podcast. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just alcoholic trying to fucking fumble through a child's card game. Yep. Well, my round two, I played against uh, Four Color Loam, um, which, in my experience with it, has been a very swingy matchup. Either it's really, really favored for me in some games, and then it's really not favored for me in some games. Um, And it just turns out that this, a particular day, it was not favored for me. Because my opponent was playing main board, uh, uh, what the fuck is the guy, the black guy. Engineer play. Uh, yeah, play, plug engineer. Plague engineer. Yeah, yeah, he was playing main board plug engineer, and I, uh, he had red and six on the board, and was just going to town, uh, doing his thing, getting all of his lands back, and then I finally stabilized, and he plague engineered away like all of my thing, and I specifically built my deck not to lose to like, red and six and plague engineer, yeah. but when your opponent has both of them. That really fucking makes it hard not to yeah. absolutely lose to that combination of cards. So he just whittled me away with stuff like that, and I could not do anything about it. Um, I also mulliganed pretty pretty poorly in that game. And then game two, I kept a hand of mono one drops, basically, and one land. And if I had my turn one Aether Bile stick around for any amount of time, uh, I was in pretty good shape. So I went Plains, Aether Bile, go. He went... Uh, Forest, Mox Diamond, Pitch a Land, Abrupt Decay, your Aether Bile. I was like, oh, that's how it's Yeah. Great. So he he pretty much took me, and it took me four turns to draw land, but that somehow that game ended up going like 15 turns. Somehow, yeah. I mean, Death and Taxes has the ability to come back from stuff like that, but against a deck that just accrues so much value like lands. It's hard to do. Like a yeah. four-color loam, it's just really, really fucking difficult. So yeah, I took the L on that one. So we both started out... A very strong 0-2. <laughs> I went to three games every one of my rounds except the very last one. That which... was... The four-color loam was the only one that I did not go to three games with. That I lost, at least. And my round two was probably my only technically good matchup. Yeah, I would say uh, you're, like the creature-based matchup for you that isn't super, super quick is, is hopefully slanted towards you. Uh, and you only had, yeah, one of those. Yeah. So round three, I played against good old red-green lands. Yep. The just traditional lands deck with the Dark Depths combo and all oh, the other shenanigans. Real quick. Round two, I got deck checked. <laughs> and I <laughs> This told, is a good story. I He's like, all right, we're going to do a deck check. I was like, all right, I'm coming over. And as he was walking away, he didn't hear me, obviously. I was over there standing and the judge is like yeah you can't be over here i was like well you just took i'm not leaving my super expensive cards like out of my sight i was like i don't think you're going to do anything but i would rather know what's going on rather than just leaving it and at first he was super weird about it he's like well you can't look at your opponent's deck and i was like well i'm not trying to look at his deck and i i kind of walked just around in front of the table to like so i wasn't looking at you were behind yeah you weren't looking at what and, they were looking at yeah 
another judge came over and she was like, are you just trying like to watch us do your deck? And I was like, yeah, that's all. I just want to sit here and just make sure. Cause I was, I have a lot of dual lands in there and they're not cheap. No, I'm not no, made it's not. fucking money. And they're like, Oh, okay. That's cool. And then the, the guy who had my opponent's deck walked to another table across the, the way where I couldn't see. Yeah. And once he was done, I was like, yeah, I wasn't being like an asshole. I was just, yeah, you're just trying he's to, he's like, no, no, I, I totally get it. And the lady, she was like, yeah, we run into this a lot when we do vintage, vintage stuff. Yeah. Like eternal weekend. Yeah. So, and I apologized to the guy who actually did mine. I was like, this Listen, is gonna... bud, I'm not trying to be, no, an no, asshole. no, not that I apologized to him before oh. as, or after the fact, uh, when the guy doing my deck was doing, I was like, listen, there's a lot of one-ofs. I apologize. Cause oh, yeah, because your deck is forever. infinitely one-ofs, yeah. I actually helped him do it. He was, like, looking. I was like, okay, these are the things that I sideboarded in. This is what I took out. Because mm-hmm. the game the game one went quick because he just fucking delvered me. Yeah, because they typically deck check you. Like, they try to do it at the beginning of the round. But because your fucking game one was so quick, they deck checked you in sideboarding. Yeah. So that took 10 minutes or so for him to go through my deck and I just had to help him go through it and say, yeah, cause you're a garbage person. And I already knew, like, I know what's in a rug Delver deck. Like it's, yeah, unless that, there's some super secret tech that no one knew about yet. I don't think that that's the case in rug Delver. Yeah. But that was no bad card. Rug Delver is what people are playing now. But round three, I played against lands. Yeah. And that went, uh, he killed me turn two, turn three. With the dark text combo. With making a twenty twenty. Uh, a nice little merit lage token that Classic. smacked me in the face for twenty. Yeah, twenty twenty flying indestructible. Turns out uh not bad. And on turn three, even better. Yeah. Game two, I surgicaled his dark depths and just went through everything and was just smacking him around with three twos and keeping him off actually doing anything. Uh Leovold's really fucking good in that matchup. Yeah, insane in that matchup. He read it, um, and he's like, Okay, and then he Went to Richard and Port Me. I was like, okay, I'm going to draw. Draw a card. He's like, what do you mean? I was like, you're targeting my, my permanent stuff, yeah. so I'm going to draw. You, it's me or my He's permanent, like, oh, yeah. okay, okay. He did it again next time to try to cut me out, man. I was like, you're just drawing me cards. Mm-hmm. And then he tried to wasteland me when I had like six lands out. Yeah, what are you doing, And I was bud? like, okay. But that one was pretty quick. And then uh, round, or the third one, a combination of Richard and Ports, Wastelands, and Tabernacle. Yeah. Kind of kept me off stuff. Yep, that did the thing. I watched the end of that game, and I was like, oh, boy. Like, I came over, and it was already... Yeah. The, the nail was in the coffin just about. Yeah. Dude was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I did kill him with the Kiki-Jiki combo, and he was like, oh, my God, that's hilarious. Yeah, fuck, yeah. That's the best part when somebody is just, like, stoked on what you're doing. Yeah, but he was really cool. Uh, he ended up, obviously, winning with uh, Dark Depths combo game yeah, three. That's the easiest way for that yeah. guy to win. It's the fastest, too, because yeah. he, he could grind it out, because game two was pretty grindy for the most part. Yeah, he could, like, punish and fire you to death Yeah, if he really wanted to, but yeah. he doesn't have to, because he can just attack you with a They did start playing that new land that, when it comes into play, or another land, if you have seven different lands... Makes a zombie. Makes a zombie. Yeah, I think that's sweet. Yeah, that was cool. Um, I thought that was... Something I, from Standard Scape Shift. Yeah. <laughs> it's just another way that's a land to fucking yeah, it's win. Just, yeah, it's just something that, that the lands can do can, to try to diversify its threats, which you can't yeah, can't be mad about so, that. Naturally, lands is quite a bad matchup because I can't... Uh, there's only three ways in my 75 to get rid of a Dark or a Merit Lage. Yeah, and there, it's all just not good. Uh, two ways I lied. What are they? 
Palace Jailer and yep. uh, Banisher Punch. Yeah, Banisher Breach. Yes, 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 yes. Those yes. are the only two ways to get those. Yeah, yeah. So if you don't have like an active pod during those times with a creature that you can go into that, like a two mana or three mana creature to get one of those things. Turns out an active birthing pod. You're bound. Fucking good. Still, no still good regardless what of the format, format you're in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, mine round three, I finally got my first fucking W of the weekend. Um, I played against Reanimator. Um, in I'm going to go so far as to say that all of my opponents this weekend have been great, except for this reanimator guy. Like, when I saw you after the fucking, after this game, or after this match, uh, we walked outside, uh, and I looked at you, I was like, man, I could really use a, a glass of water after that. And you're like, why? I'm like, my mouth is pretty dry. And you're like, okay. I'm like, yeah, it's from all the salt that my opponent fucking gave me last yeah. round. <laughs> and you're like, god damn it. Yeah, so I played Reanimator round three, and uh, my deck is uh, particularly well suited to beat Reanimator if Reanimator doesn't have just the nut draw. Mine's actually really good at beating Reanimator. Yeah, it is. I got a lot of ways to deal with that because I thought I was going to see a lot of that. Yeah, so I, I played against Reanimator, and I had if he doesn't have a way to interact with my hand, like if he doesn't have like unmask or anything like that, um, and I have what I need in my hand, he's fucked. Or if I have Caracas, he's fucked. Uh, and turns out Caracas is pretty good against Yeah, it turns out he, uh, game one, he turned one a, uh, a, uh, a yeah. Grave Titan. Oh. Yeah, turn one, game one, he turned one a Grave Titan. Seems but, okay. But I luckily kept a hand with Planes, Swords. So immediately Planes, Swords that. He's back to 20, he has two, two, two zombies. The next turn I played uh, Tomic into his two zombies and then blocked and then the game kind of continued with uh, him just kind of trying to set up his draws. And then, but me, like, deploying a Thalia. That and, deck seems difficult to kind of go off more than... Yep. And that that's kind of the thing. You have to, like, really... You can go off once really easily. Yeah. Going off twice, you have to have some setup for it. Because it's like an all-in did he combo in, deck. Did he entomb? Or how did he get the... Reanimate. No, no, no. How to get it in his yard. Oh, he, uh... Faithless looting. Okay. Faithless looting, and then uh, pedal into or pedal reanimate was the the turn one. Because that seems like a very strange thing to just go turn one. Get a you would want something like the dude who discards everyone discards their hand every turn. Uh yeah. Uh sorry, I'm insanity. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. No, he went uh, badlands, faithless looting, and I was like, oh god. And he was on the play, obviously. And yeah, he discarded uh, Titan, Grave Titan. And some other random card doesn't actually matter. And then he went reanimate on that guy, get his zombies, and I went playing first turn sword. Play. I mean, just wouldn't be nine times out of ten. That's probably going to beat me. Yeah. If I didn't have the swords, I was dead on the spot pretty much. Um, but I had the swords, so got him. Um, and then had Tomic. Tomic is fine in the matchup. He's a good body. Blocks the zombies. Turns out. Yeah. Um, blocks the zombies, and like the, after that, he has to just try to set up. And like I after Tomic, I got to wasteland him off his only red source, so he couldn't do the faithless looting thing anymore. Uh, cause he already had one in his graveyard and he ended up having another one in his hand cause he used a pedal to use it. And I just developed my board and he got to the point where he cast a gristle brand, uh, when he was at, <laughs> no, he was at four. No, he was, yeah, he was at 15 life and he did it and then double activated gristle brand, putting him down to one. And then I went untapped cause I was storing a Caracas in my hand the entire time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I don't want to play that out because I don't. I want him to play something into it. And I just went, uh, okay, untap, Caracas, bounce your guy, kill you. 
Yeah. And that feels really good. Yeah, that seems like and a decent match. That was when the salt that was when the salt train fucking started rolling in. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, and then game two, uh I think he mulliganed once, so he mulliganed to six. And I kept maybe the most perfect hand against Reanimator I've ever seen in my entire life. Like it was just straight up perfect of uh Caracas, basic planes, uh swords to plowshares, path to exile, uh surgical extraction, and I think a wasteland was my seven. I was like, there's no way I'm pushing this back. I there's because he just can't beat me at this point. Yeah. He'd have to have multiple ways of interacting. And he went uh some a manner of cards. Oh, it was uh land, dark ritual, entomb, put Iona in the yard, animate dead. Uh, on Iona. Uh, yeah. And he was like, Iona naming white. I'm like, Okay. Untapped. Caracas about the back. Yeah, expected a scoop. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Of course you have the Caracas. Like, right when I play it, I'm like, mm. Play three of them, Well, so. I, I was just like, I, yeah, I play three of them, bud. Like, I put three in the deck because of things like you and the Merit Lage. Yeah. Like, I really put it in for Merit Lage. I don't care about Reanimator because I didn't expect to see it really that much. Uh, but splash damage is a real thing. In, that it especially is. in Legacy. Yeah. When there's Powerful only... Powerful cards There's only cover. so many fucking zones. Yeah. And there's only so many creature types. And there just happens to be a large part card pool in Legacy. Yeah. So I I play the cards that I, that answer the the things that I have to worry about. So my I, round four, I played Infect. Mm. Horrible fucking matchup. I think bad matchup for you more so than almost anything else you played this weekend. Yeah, probably the worst one. Um, no, this was the worst one. But uh, uh, we'll get to that. Yeah. So game one, he turn one plays Glisten Ralph. I was like, okay, shit. I had <laughs> that's not great. I, I did have a Belfal Strix with the mana to cast it, so played my land, pass. Uh, he goes turn to High Arc. I say, okay, swings in, chips in for one. I say, okay, not, no responses. Take one infect or take two infect. Sorry, two infect. Yep. Uh, and then I go, okay, I'm play my Belfal Strix. Days follows up with move to attack step, invigorate, invigorate. Mm. I said, yep. The good classic games. double invigorate. Yep. So. Well, at least you gained for it. Or you gained eight life. Yeah. yeah that, <laughs> that's, that helped. That's, that's the part that matters. Yeah. Uh, you, you were so dead. Yeah. So that was a quick loss. Yeah. Uh, game two, I brought in uh, not a whole lot. I brought in Sanctum Prelate. Um, and I'll get on to the other parts for my next round. But I brought in Sanctum Prelate. And for some stupid reason, I brought in, uh, what's it called? The selfless spirit thinking that I could block. You'd be able to do something. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The minus one, minus one counters. Forgot about that part. So, yep. Uh, game two, I actually won. I was on the play. I got to play some creatures and blockers. Plague engineer does some real fucking work. Yeah. Some gross shit. Abrupt decay is really good. And assassin, assassin's trophy to hit their, the manland, the infect, uh, ink moth neck. Mm hmm. So I basically just whittled him out of infect creatures, and uh, he did end up having two infect creatures at the end of the game. But I kiki. Ah, I the classic kiki combo. So I had so much life, so I was able two creatures. I just got there and kikied him out. He's like, "Oh shit!" Wasn't expecting that. He thought I was playing just some four color, good stuff creatures. Uh, game three infect just smacked me around. I did have a pre laid out, which I named one. Mm -mm. not thinking invigorate invigorate 
because that's he got me after that. Yeah, with, you almost he always had, name like three with that. Yeah, he. Had, well, I don't. I don't fucking know. That's fair. He had the unblockable dude, the bladed bladed agent. Yes. So he got me there. Um, I'm gonna do my fifth round too because it kind of pertains. Sure. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, so my fifth round played fucking infect again. Game one, uh, I took him to school. Uh, he never had an infect creature. He played on his. He played. Noble Hierarch, and then Infect Creature, uh, the Glistener Elf, and then... Tapping. Oh. He played Glistener Elf, and then the following turn he played two more Glistener Elves, which I followed up with a Plague Engineer, which uh, wrapped that game. Yeah, that'll do it just just yeah. about. And then the third game, I just valued him out with Baleful Strixes and Renegade Ralliers. Yeah, that's... I was uh, just trading, drawing cards. Tried and true. Drawing cards is still good in magic. Yeah, and then... I did prelate him on three, uh, game three, which I don't think it would have mattered, but he did have an invigorate in hand. I was just above and beyond. So I won that match somehow, which is probably one of my top three worst matchups. Yeah, that's the deck probably not great. They're just super quick and they have dazes. Quicker and... way with you. and Yeah, they're quicker and they're not a combo. They're a combo deck that can actually interact with the things that you're doing. Yeah. That makes it awkward. Like, Elves is quick, too, but it's not like Elves is... You have to play around Force of Will. It's not like you have to play around Days or anything yeah. like that. You But you do when you're playing Infect. Yes. So that makes it awkward. So go ahead and do your fourth and fifth round. I just wanted to... Since I was kind of on the Infect train, I yeah, wanted yeah, to go through I, that. I totally get that. That makes a lot of sense. Uh, so my round was at four. Yeah. I played Rug Delver, which is a matchup that I was particularly prepared for. I played against it a bunch online and I, I know the ins and outs of that. Like I didn't have to think about sideboarding cause I knew exactly what was coming out, what exactly was coming in. Uh, and yeah, games one and games two went relatively quickly with me, uh, taxing and him deathing. Yeah. Yeah. It, it they were, there was, I don't think anything particularly interesting in those games that, that happened. Uh, Oh, that's not true. I got a game one. Oh, is this where you... I got a batter skull with a sort of fire nice attached yeah. to it and got in. Against a Ren so six. nasty. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I beat a... That game I beat a Renin 6 uh, emblem because that exists. Yeah, gaining six life. Yeah, gaining six life and just pinging something and drawing, drawing a, card. a card is fine. Turns out that... It's pretty good. Yeah, because I get to chew. I get to literally eat Whatever any Tarmogoyf that they yeah. play, and anything else they can't block. Yeah, so I was fine with that. I would. I would have loved to see that matchup more. Um, and then game or round five, I played against. I guess like a. It was a Jeskai mentor deck. Not like a miracles list. Just no. It seemed like a. It was seemed like a brew or just something at least that I haven't seen online. Um, but he was playing. Game one, it seemed like it was going to be like Jeskai, Stone Blade, Delver kind of thing going on. Delver um, Blade. Yeah, but in the Jeskai colors, which I thought was a little bit interesting. Um, what, what were the red thing? He had Dreadhorde Arcanist. Uh, That's what made me think it was a Delver deck. Yeah, that makes sense. Because I saw uh, Dreadhorde Arcanist and a bunch of spells. And at the very end of that game, he played a Monastery Mentor. And I was like, oh, maybe he just has a Monastery Mentor to go up, 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 just a little bit over not top and grind. restricted in Legacy. No, not restricted in Legacy, turns out. Uh, and I learned that uh, hard and fast in fucking game uh, two. Because game one I won, he cast like uh, he cast a Mentor, and I Palace Jailered it away, and then just got in for lethal because he thought he was going to have blockers set up, and he didn't. Um, uh, game two, 
I sideboarded in such a way that it would have been very, very powerful against like a, a blue, red, white, like blue, red with a light white splash Delver deck, which is kind of what I thought because that's what I saw initially. Um, and then he cast an entire four copies of Monastery Mentor that game. I did not know that. That's funny. Yep. He cast four copies of Monastery Mentor, and every single one of them, but the last one got Source of Plowshared and Path to Exiled. I'm just used to Vintage, where you just you have, don't to get deal, that. You have to deal with the one you Mentor. You gotta deal with the one, <laughs> and then everything else is good after that. Yeah, I used uh, one of my Council's Judgments, one of my Path to Exiles, and all four of my Source of Plowshares in that game, and still lost. Uh, because, turns out, Jace the Mind Sculptor is an incredible card. So, Mentor is super powerful. I think that it doesn't see as much play, just because three mana. And that's why, because uh, there, and also there's not an abundance of free spell. Yeah, it's all at least it fit into that. Yeah, um, yeah. Bomberman has been playing Monastery Mentor. That makes sense because you're just you're, you're playing, playing zero mana artifacts. Yeah, a lot of them. Yep, which is uh, where it shines. Because exactly, because you get to turn out. Yeah, the vintage version guys. is Mentor, Moxes, and Paradox outcome. Yep. Uh huh. That's the big thing. Yeah, but then game three, I sideboarded correctly. I brought, like, uh, Cataclysms and stuff in, um, incited out some of the stuff that was a little bit more awkward, uh, just to get prepared to play the long game, and then did the deathing and the taxing. Um, play That would have been bad. That would have been real bad. <laughs> Matt yeah. almost tried to drink his spitter. I went right to now. grab a beer, my beer, but <laughs> almost grabbed the spitter, and the look on my face was, Oh, jeez, yeah, that was fucking priceless. Close, close call. Real good. <laughs> But yeah, uh, Sanctum Prelate was the all-star in that game. I baited out a... Uh, That's the... Sanctum Prelate is the Chalice, Chalice of the Void yeah, creature, okay. yeah, except for they can't cast it. Yeah. And me and my opponent had a, a lengthy discussion on how bullshit Sanctum Prelate is. And he used the exact term, that card is such bullshit. And I'm like, I know. Yeah, the can't cast is... Is brutal. Well, if they would have... Especially with Mentor in your deck. Yeah, they actually have... Uh, Wizards has said if like templating was the same it is now, that's the same way Chalice, chalice would, be. would have been. Yeah, yeah, it wouldn't have been. You can cast yeah, because, it, it just gets I mean, countered because the Chalice check thing is kind of cummy. Yeah, well, it's I mean, but it's, it's part of the game. your triggers. It's yeah. part of the game, but I mean, the Chalice check thing is kind of cummy. But Sanctum Prelate fixes that. Yeah, I don't have to worry about it. I mean, I also play Chalice, so I do have to worry about it. Yeah, but uh, yeah, just uh, baiting out some things for my opponent um, and putting myself in a place where I knew that my Sanctum Prelate was going to resolve and name one. Yeah. Uh, so he got, like, a Swords of Plowshares out of the way um, early. And um, he also got a Lightning Bolt out of the way early. And I didn't expect him to have more than that the way that he was playing. Because uh, he seemed kind of choosy on the second removal spell that he used. He did not seem fucking very... Uh, he was not very reluctant to kill the very first thing that I played. But the second thing, he was just like, mm, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. So I'm like, okay, you don't have anything after that. And if I name it on one, he can't cantrip into something. He can't really do anything. And my yeah, mana denial that's strategy big. was good. Yeah, legacy, good. I noticed. Yeah, you got to be able to you read. Got brainstorms, you got ponders. Yep. Especially playing a deck that doesn't play those cards. Yeah. You have to be able to read your opponent playing those cards. Yeah. Very, very efficiently. And that's why I love Death and Taxes, because the more you play the deck, the better you are that's at playing the deck. decks in general. Yeah, it's the learning curve on Death and Taxes is so fucking high. Um, so if you have reps with a deck, well, like, yeah, like it's you worth said, playing. It's one of those decks where it matters what you fucking do turn one. If you fuck up turn one, you're turn seven. Yeah, I missed you one single trigger. Be, because of that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I missed one single trigger on turn two, or on turn three, and that lost me the game on turn seven. Yeah. Yeah, and that's... It, uh, that's 
Live by the sword, die by the sword, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, he, yeah. Mana denial strategy plus Sanctum Prelate on one just made sure that my opponent literally did nothing that game. So, uh, yeah, I was, what, at that point, three and two? I went loss, loss, and then run, 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 win. Yeah. Against Reanimator, Rug, and Jeskai. And then we went to round six. What'd you play round six? Because this is your... Uh, this is literal... I think s- maybe Stoneworth matchup. Yeah, probably. So the guy was playing Red Prison, uh, which plays four Blood Moon, four Magus of the Moon. Yeah. And game one on the play. On the fucking play. And you're a four-color creature deck. Yes. With four basic lands total in your deck. Yes. So, one of each uh, minus the mountain. Yes. So... Game one, he goes mountain, lotus petal. That's a lie. I'm a fucking liar. So <laughs> that's a lot. That, that was the that was game two. You're trash. So game game one, he goes uh, mountain pass or no ancient tomb, uh, thorn of amethyst. Okay. I say okay. I'm probably Thorn's either interesting. Yeah, I'm either playing Eldrazi or probably Eldrazi, because yeah, I, I didn't think the Red Prison fun. deck played like a that. a colorless Eldrazi, because I don't yeah. think the Red Prison deck, at least in the list that I've been I've seen in the past... Well, I think the list he was playing kind of warrants it. I don't think he was playing Karn. Ah! I don't think so. Okay. Um, so he did that, and I said, okay, played my land, uh, pass a turn, which was an underground sea. Turn two, he goes Mountain Magus. You're dead. Fuck. You're dead on board with that. And I had a fetch in my hand, but I wasn't expecting. You didn't expect to fucking get Blood Moon turn two. Blood Moon, yeah. So that game uh, ended very quickly at the hands of Goblin. I forget what it is. One of the three mana ones. Yeah, where it attacks and makes another Goblin. Goblin Power Driver. No. Not Power Driver. uh, Goblin fucking. God damn it. We suck. It's not the ringleader. It's a three mana whenever it attacks. You make a goblin that comes into play attacking. Yes, tapped and attacking. And then uh, when it attacks, it gets a plus one, plus one for each attacking plus goblin. Plus one, plus oh, for each. But yeah, for each attacking goblin yeah. you control. And got, they have haste, so. Yes, the um, goblins that enter the battlefield, they have to attack each other and they have haste. That ended very quickly. I just scooped because I didn't want him to know what I was playing. Yep, I mean, that's, that's a fair strategy, too. Game two, I... Uh, basic land. I had two basic lands. I was able to cast a my turn one basic basic island. He goes uh, turn one fucking Magus. He goes mountain spirit guide spirit guide Magus to the moon. <laughs> I said, uh, I was like, dude, come I was on. Like, I was like, oh, that seems okay. He looked at me like he was a older guy. He was he was nice. Uh, we talked about vintage after, but he was a little he was a little straight. Um, he could have at he least bought you dinner. Think, yeah, he didn't know that I was joking. Yeah, he fucked me without buying me dinner. <laughs> yeah, what an asshole. Uh, so I did <laughs> I did play that, uh, Belfal Strix, because I had the Island Swamp. So I yes. played a Belfal Strix. He follows that up with um, some uh, newer creature that it's a two drop, two, two. You could pay a colorless sack until two damage to something or destroy target colorless permanent. Oh, yeah, the new goblin from uh, 2020. Yeah, whatever that thing is. Yes, he's uh, yeah, he's really good. So that got me. Uh, he killed my Belfal Strix, smack for two. Um, and it kind of went on where he was just chipping in for two, and I played another Belfal Strix, just drawn into more lands. Yep. I ended up hard casting Kiki Jiki, baby. The first and probably last time that I will ever cast that. I got a question for you. I had four turns. I had Kiki Jiki. Um, after I played Kiki Jiki, I drew 
what's it called? The uh, Shalai, Voice of Plenty, where he can't target my things. Yep. So I go to play Shalai. In response, he kills my Kiki-Jiki. Ugh. Next turn, I draw the basic island, and I had Deceiver Exarch in, in my your hand. hand. So if it would have been like one more a turn, little bit different, I would have yeah. been able to combo. But that's how it goes. I got a question um, for you, though. How many uh, red-producing lands do you have in your deck? That is a hard zero. <laughs> so how many times did you expect to cast Kiki GT zero. this weekend? <laughs> hard casting. I expected to <laughs> either discard it from hand size or brainstorm it back in and pot it out. Or if it was in my graveyard, I had a couple different... I had um, Revelark to evoke and bring it back. Sure. Or... Um, the shit on me. It's oh, you're talking mana. about Karmic Guide. Karmic Guide. Yep. Yep. Karmic Guide to bring it back into. Yep. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's like probably one of your stone worst matchups. It probably is my actual worst matchup. Yeah. Because I'm only playing four basics. Yeah, especially when you turn ones, you like that too. Turn one and then turn two and then turn one. Yeah, that's pretty brutal. That's that's rough, man. So you finished the day what one and one and five. One and five. I mean, not bad for your first day. Like I say, you won a game. I honestly And you only got swept one round. Which was the last one, yeah. I went three games, and all my games were close. Very close. Because I watched most of your game threes because I was done before then. There was only one time where I could have won if I didn't draw Kiki. I was there for that, too, because you drew it off the top, and it took everything in me not to audibly groan when you drew it. Well, I when literally you drew went, hmm. And, like, <laughs> and you, you held it up it to you. and showed it to me, and I just, like, I just, I stood there, and I didn't want to make it very obvious, but I wanted just to go, oh, motherfucker, god yeah. damn it, because you would have won, like, on the spot. Yeah, because <laughs> I had Birthing Pod, and I have to draw before I can activate Birthing Pod. You had a Birthing Pod, enough mana to cast a 2-drop, and a Seed Rhino in play. Yeah. So you could have literally potted away the 2-drop that you cast. That was the game that... Go get Deceiver Exarch. He went to uh, the Rug Delver matchup. Yeah, and he, he was went. tapped out. Yeah. Yeah. So you could have, yeah, you could have literally cast your 2-drop, activated Birthing Pod... Went and got Deceiver XR. Untapped your birthing pod, potted away your Siege Rhino, got Kiki Jiki, won the game on the spot with your opponent, completely tapped out. And at that point, I had been watching the match, and I saw your opponent's hand. They were tapped out, did not have a force of will. I actually the only played thing, around days, too, just in case. For- yeah, you would have been definitely being able to run. You had like six lands at that point. Yeah. But he, uh, the only card that could interact with that in that particular moment... Um, Besides Force of Will and Days, he didn't have any mana open. He had a uh, uh, Pyroblast in his hand. I mean, it could have destroyed your Saber X. Yeah, but that's why he would have But he was tapped out. out. Yeah. So, like, even even with, like, the hand that he had, the only way he could have interacted with your combo was that. Well, and he didn't have that ability to do that. That's the nice thing about playing two four-drop things that blink. Because I you could have, play around that. I could have potted the four-drop away to go get Felidar Guardian to either blink pod or resto to re-blink that and untap it yep. or whatever. <coughs> There's that's, a couple different ways to do yeah, it. Yeah, that's why... I that's tried why you to, play so many redundant yeah, uh, combo pieces. Yeah, and I didn't play more than one of them, which the one thing that I think that I was missing, as I was going, I made notes of stuff that I would take out and put in. I would want, uh, I think, at least one persist creature, maybe two. Uh, Just so, have the redundant pod trigger. I was con. I would want. I think a kitchen finks, because it's just value town. You sack the finks to the pod, go get a four drop, blink it, and you're still your net a card and four life. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, and so that four life could have been relevant in a handful of your matchups that I yeah. saw the end of. I am glad that I took out phantasmal image last night. 
mm-hmm. because I'm only playing four one-drop creatures. And that was all, during our testing. We figured out that that was just not. I mean, yeah. the testing, quote unquote, testing. We played testing, like four yeah. games. Four games drunk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I did uh, make some notes. I would play it again. It was a fun deck, and I think it could be better uh, if it if it is tuned properly to both the meta and just in general. Yeah. Well, I only played one game that was actually that I made it for, which was like the Delver matchup. Yeah. Because I I usually shit on Delver. Uh huh. The only time I don't shit on Delver is when they just do the Delver. Get you. Yeah. yeah. Where they do what they're supposed to do. They do the do. thing that they're supposed to do. Yep. Yeah. Other than that, it actually, pref- like I said, I didn't get swept except the last one, which Blood Moon turned one, two, and one. Yeah, what the fuck are you going to do about that, yeah, man? I can't do anything about that. Um, I didn't play any other Delver decks. I was kind of bummed about that. Or like Maverick or anything. Or Death and Text. I have a pretty decent. DNT matchup. Death and Taxes up, yeah. Well, well, speaking of DNT and Death and uh, Delver, uh, I was playing DNT and my last round opponent was playing Delver. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about them transitions, yeah. baby! Even after fucking a, an entire day of magic, I still got it. I still fucking got it. Yeah, get, so. Get the fuck out of my <laughs> my round six, I played against Rug Delver, which uh, I played in round four and uh, beat handedly, and I was very comfortable with the matchup. Uh, but unfortunately, this time it did not swing in my favor. Uh, game one, uh, he did the the typical Delver thing, um, like playing Tarbogoifs and stuff. Um, and usually that's that's not easy to beat. Uh, but uh, Thalia Heretikathar shined in that matchup. It's a good card. Yeah, it's it that's literally... and that's why I wanted it in the deck is because for that matchup. It makes my opponent play so awkward because they have zero basic lands. Yeah. Actual well, zero. It reminds me of like a time walk effect. Because mm-hmm. they play a creature. Okay, you can't block with that creature. Yeah, you can't. Can't attack. No. Your lands come in and play tapped. And that would, that's what came in crucial. Yes, they get to draw and play other spells. But you're a creature deck at heart and a mana denial deck. Mm-hmm. So when their lands are coming in to play tapped, mana denial. Yep. Ta-da, did it. And then your creatures can still chip in there. Yep, and um, Thalia with a Flicker Wisp too, especially an Aether Vowed in Flicker Wisp. I got to blink out there. Uh, oh, and then they when they got to attack, tapped. they came back and tapped. Oh, yeah. So I got to bl- so they uh, uh, that was one of the things that happened in game one. Um, they set up attacks uh, to try to make it profitable. I did my blocks, and they had a Tarmogoyf, um, and they fired tried to fire off a removal spell. Um, during the blocks to kill one of my creatures. Um, and I didn't care about the creature that they targeted dying, but I did care about the Tarmogoyf killing the other creature. Yeah. So I activate Aether Vial, Flicker Wisp out their Tarmogoyf. It, both my creatures, or that one creature lives that I cared about. The other creature did not. Didn't give a shit. The Tarmogoyf comes back in at their end step, can't block because it's tapped. Tapped, yeah. I attacked in lethal next turn. Wouldn't have been able to do that without the, the Heretic yeah. Cathar. Good job, Chaos. Amen. Thank you, Twitter, for voting. <coughs> yeah, uh, yeah. The, the coin has a say, and the coin says, <coughs> Thalia Heretic Cathar wins me games. Or wins me at least a game. You're coming to tap. Yes, yeah, so that was cool. Um, my round, or the game two in that, um, they just did the Delver thing. Uh, I love how that's just a common I just got bolted. Just... They did the. Day. I got bolted out. Um, they played. I think my opponent genuinely. I they should have deck checked my opponent. 
Except for he was a total fucking knight. Like, the nicest guy I've ever met in my entire life. Why would he deck check? Because I'm pretty sure the guy had fucking six lightning bolts in his deck. Oh. I, uh... <coughs> I made that joke today um, against one of my Infect players who or opponents who, uh, with all the Glistener Elf, I was like, I swear to God, you have seven of those fucking things. Yeah, amen. There. And they were like, <coughs> they had a good, hold on, oh, ready? Oh, uh, that's some fucking, that's, 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 that's a- ASMR. <laughs> ASMR for alcoholics. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah but I got. Touch and shock variety podcast. Amen. Fucking just nothing but beers cracking open and us talking about dumb shit. Uh, yeah, I got, uh, I, I played well, but then got double bolted to death game two. This was the last dude. Yes. Yeah, they were, he was but really cool. That was game, th- but game three, you were there for almost the entire thing. Yeah. And you got yelled at by a judge. I we'll get to that. <laughs> I lost game three. I lost game two and I lost game three. I got double bolted game two. In game three, I got my opponent cast all four of their lightning bolts. Yeah, I saw the end of game two. Yes. And then you watch the entirety of game three. Yeah. So they cast in their in the very last game, uh, they cast all four of the lightning bolts in their deck and a braid and the rough side of rough and tumble. He almost rough and tumbled his own TNN. TNN. Right? Yeah, that was a thing. Jesus, that would have been. I would have loved that. I might he, have been able to stabilize he literally, that. Because he flipped it me. off a of Delbert. He yeah, he went to play it like he was going to like put it on the table. And he like scooped it up at the last second. Yeah, he's like, no, I don't, don't want to do that because he saw what was on the board. Uh, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, so he played. Yeah, all four lightning bolts, uh, rough and tumble, a braid that last game, and like I couldn't do anything about it. Yeah, and also I was very mad to screw that last game, and I'm not just saying that because of fucking salt. I'm saying that because of fact, you were there for that. You had two lands, a plains, and a Caracas. And no, had, I had one. I had a plains and a Caracas. That was it. That's what I'm saying. You had a plains and a. Caracas. Oh, I had two lands, one one plains, one Caracas. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And like, uh, basically, put the icing on the fucking cake. He oh, wastelanded your Caracas. The game it, was already over yeah, at that point, but, but whatever. That was, that's what I mean. He just fucking yeah. He just it off just with. fucking jerked off in my face. Um, but yeah, that and, and in the middle of that game. Uh, this is probably the best judge call that's ever happened to me, at least, uh, in my Magic the Gathering legacy career. Uh, I had a council's judgment in my hand, and he had just spent, like, three of his resources killing the Thalia that I had on board. Um, and I was like, finally, like, okay, fuck it, I'll let this Thalia die. But I, because I wanted it, I, I, it it being gone means I can cast a council judgment in hand if I draw a land off top. Yeah, to get rid of the TNN for basically a swing. (laughs) Exactly. Um, so I, (coughs) I untap and I go and I knock on the top of my deck and I have brand new sleeves because I just sleeved up my cards. Like, come on, let's get some. Yeah, exactly. Just fucking. Let's get some fucking action here. Yeah, come on. Just, I literally need to draw one of the fucking. 19 or no 22 lands in my deck <laughs> like i have 22 other lands in my deck just draw one of them it doesn't matter which one just draw one um and i go to knock on the top of my deck and i brand new sleeves and they fucking and i knock and they slip all over the fucking place and we're just sitting there we're just like oh fuck none of them flipped over <laughs> no it was, just, it was just an honest like i'm just i'm just being an asshole knocking on the top of my deck my deck falls over uh, you and then did, we're all just like, you did judge, it, you did it like did, animated, like you did yeah. the windmill, but it wasn't like you like smashed it. You literally like windmill and then like, and just tapped it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that, that was a judge call. Uh, we raised our hand and, uh, judges come over and they're just like, okay, what happened? And we're just like, well, 
uh, this happened, and I'm just like, my cards are all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, oh, okay, let's go talk to the head judge. And head judge comes over, and he's just like, hey, can I talk to you away from the table? I'm like, ah, oh, fucking here we go. <laughs> While you were away, though, the other judge, she sat down, like, in your seat and was talking to me, your opponent, and your opponent's friend. Yeah, the buddy. And your, it was your, late in that round. Your opponent was like, yeah, he wasn't being aggressive or anything. He wasn't being a dick. He was, like, knocking on the top of his deck, like, the heart of the cards. So he had your back in it. Like, you didn't obviously. Good, because he was, he was a cool guy. Yeah, like, you, uh, he knew that you obviously weren't being a dick. And that's as soon as it happens, I was like, you need to just call a judge. Yeah. And... Uh, he explained to her, be like, yeah, no information is known about the top of the deck. It's technically no, it's still, just random. still random. Nothing yeah, flipped over. And the call ended up being what you just had to... Just stack my cards back up and yeah, fucking just... go. Yeah, when I went to talk to the head judge, he was just like, okay, a judge saw what happened from across the room. Um, he saw you smack the table. But what actually happened? I was like, I didn't smack the table. I knocked on the top of my deck, but I did it in a way that maybe looked like a pretty, yeah. pretty it, it exaggerated. Was it was animated. Yeah, fuck sure. yeah. I mean, but like, that's what it's all about. But you were like, come on. <laughs> let's go <laughs> land. Yeah. Come on. Fucking let's go. Yeah. Um. Uh, spoiler alert. I did not draw that land. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but that was a fun judge call. <laughs> I'm glad the judge, the other judge was... Uh, was cool with you guys was like just like going over to just like see what was going on because yeah. the judge that I dealt with the head judge was the nicest fucking dude he's just like well because he even asked me I was like I was just knocking the top of my library because I needed to draw something um and he looked at me he's like huh what are you trying to draw <laughs> I'm like a land and he's like oh well uh and that's all you need to draw and I'm like yeah that's all I need to draw he's like huh well uh you, you weren't you weren't like being aggressive at all I'm like Judge, there's not an aggressive button up. Like, I, despite the fact that I'm missing a tooth. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get this in a bar I did, fight. I didn't, I didn't get this in a, in a Magic the Gathering fight. <laughs> a duel, some yeah. might say. <laughs> no, I, I got this in a fucking, in a Pokemon tournament. <laughs> this this <laughs> missing tooth. But those fucking people are all aggressive. Yeah, fun judge call. Didn't draw the land. Ended up losing that game. Um, but I lost the game to a cold opponent. I wonder so. what judge was like. Yeah, he was <coughs> smashing the table. Because it didn't make a sound. At no, all. like it literally was like, here's your deck, and it just was like, yeah, I, just, I almost like pushed it forward. Yeah, which I mean, totally my fault. Why not? It's the new sleeves thing. I, you know what? I'm gonna file a complaint with Dragon Shields. Yeah, <laughs> dear Dragon Shields, I was being an asshole yeah. <laughs> at, at SCG uh, Syracuse, and my decks built upon my opponent's playmat. Please send me one million sleeves. Yeah. <laughs> Send me new goddamn sleep. Yeah, fuck yeah. But I mean, so I ended up three and three on the day. We dropped after I was at past X and two. Yeah, it was like four thirty. <coughs> we hadn't eaten. Yeah, we all went day. to the bar, got some food and some beers, and yeah, we watched college football. Uh, had a couple good beers and ate a actually solid meal. <coughs> yeah, it was pretty good. It was. I'll tell you what, those deep fried pickles. Three minutes away from the convention center. Yeah, well worth while. It was it's uh uh. Pints and Angus and Pub or something. Ang- yeah, uh, yeah. Fucking Angus, Angus and, and Pub, I think it was. Somewhere. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, look it up. Well, that could be our shout out for yeah. the day. <laughs> actually, no, I have actually a shout out for this episode. <laughs> and you know yes, who the do. shout out is. I'm giving the shout out, you fuck. You want to? Yeah, I, my opponent, you twat. I guess so. Well, here you go. Ale and, Ale and Angus Pub. Ale and Angus. I knew there was some like alliteration with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, really good food. You guys can go there. Yeah, decent food. If you're ever in Syracuse by the convention center, um, and it's not a Saturday, because apparently they're not normally open on a Saturday, but maybe they are. I think they open, <laughs> they open at like 
Four o'clock. Yeah, they normally their normal hours are closed Saturdays. Um, my guess is college football in Syracuse is big. Yeah, it is. Um, they were open today, I think, just because of events going on at the convention center. That could be it. Because uh, it got pretty busy, like as we were leaving. Hell yeah! But that was they were all college football yeah. fans. Every single person was in orange and blue or magic nerds. Yeah, or so. fucking dweebs. Yeah. Um, before we do the shout out, I do want to say legacy. Not the greatest fan. On from me at least. Sure. Uh, it was fun. I had a good time. Um, mainly because I got to birthing pod <laughs> and kiki jiki people out. Yeah, you got to live uh, yeah. the dream of, like I said, modern Two, circa 2015. Yeah. So <laughs> that was fun. I would definitely make changes to the deck I made. So for those of you who are interested in that deck, um, if you want, I will tell you what changes I would make. Uh, just hit us up and I'll tell you them. That's yeah. We talked about the, the, the things that I think would be better, even in the middle of your rounds. Well, in the, we were in talking be, about the things in that between we would want rounds, to like, yeah, we were, we were talking about a cigarette like, well, we and I was like, you know what? This needs cut. This needs cut. Uh, I want one of these, one of these, uh, this in my sideboard, take this out. Um, I did make it kind of rushed. I honest to God thought this was next weekend. Yeah, that's the best part too. Because I texted you at the beginning or at the end of last it was like weekend, Wednesday, and I was like, "Hey, Tuesday dude, do you have your deck ready for next weekend?" And you're like, "Um, you mean two weekends from now?" I'm like, "No, you have a learning disability. It's next weekend." Yeah. So that didn't help. <laughs> that didn't help at all. Yeah, I think it was Monday because that's when I bought some stuff online. Yeah, and I had sense. to get it shipped. Yep. Uh, faster than normal. Uh, but it was fun. I. I would play Legacy again if there wasn't other shit going on. Um, I would either play this deck or another deck. For those of you who don't know me personally, I flip-flop on decks until I find a deck that I really like. You know what's really funny about that that sentence you just said? We have been talking about Modern today in between rounds about what you want to play in Modern. You have gone through in your brain... Six different decks. At least six different decks. Yeah. You started off on like... Wurza. Jes- you started off on Wurza, went to Jeskai Control, went to Jund, and then back to Wurza, and then now you're landed on uh, Eldrazi? Yeah, the green-white Eldrazi deck actually speaks to me on levels that no one can understand. Because uh, Ben Eldrazi was probably my third favorite Second favorite modern deck ever. Well, you, you know, first you were... was Kiki Pod, and then that, and then probably Twin. Well, you know, you were playing when you met me, Ben Eldrazi, and that's why it's special to you. No, it's because <laughs> that's that's what I like doing. I like smashing people's faces with creatures. Yeah, you do, you like playing not synergistic decks, but <laughs> just themey decks. Themey decks. <laughs> so Christ. that's that's my little caveat. Um, uh, my caveat is uh, Legacy is great, and if you have the opportunity to play it, play it. Yeah, best format ever. No, fuck that. If you have the opportunity and thirty grand laying around, go play Vintage. Yeah, well, people don't have that. Play fucking just play just download Magic Online and uh, play Magic Online. We are the worst people for Wizards to want to pick up as like any kind of sponsor. We're just like, yeah. Play Paper Magic, play older formats, fuck Standard, yeah. fuck Med, fuck MTG Arena. Like, we're trash. Yeah. There's like, oh, we'll all the things that a, we want you we'll to do. We'll never get an email from we, Wizards saying, hey. Say, hey, would you like to do this thing for us? Yeah. No. I mean, I, among other reasons. You think that's the yeah, only reason? Yeah, that's <laughs> definitely not the yeah. only reason. But. Hey, you guys stop swearing so much and stop drinking so much and also be better at what you're doing. And then, then we'll do something for you. Oh, wait, also, you need to start playing Standard. And I'd be like... I will stop swearing. I will stop drinking. I will never start playing standard. (laughs) 
Legacy, I found you can build decks if you don't have duels and stuff. The Red Prison deck is pretty strong. The Red Prison deck's expensive. What's expensive in? City. A city of traders. Oh, I uh, that version probably is, but the guy, the version the guy was playing... Oh, wasn't playing city? No. Interesting. He was playing mountains. Oh. Uh, and... Ancient tombs are relatively, not exp- are relatively inexpensive. Yeah, they got... The re- compared to Legacy. Technically, two repar- <coughs> reprints. Yeah. And Lotus Petals and stuff. You can make it work. It's not the premium Not build. optimal. Yeah. I actually had a conversation with the, the Red Prison guy after the fact about Eternal Weekend. Oh, they come coming? Uh, he said he was going to go if he didn't have other plans. Who the fuck just makes other plans for Eternal Weekend? Well, he was saying about Vintage. Like, he didn't know if he'd play Vintage. He likes Vintage. He's played it online. Okay. And I was like, and I gave him the thing, like, well, they do stuff for if you're not a powered deck. Like, you can yeah, actually they get do. prizes. You yeah, there's be, separate prize structure for unpowered decks. And you could still win the first place prize for unpowered. Yep. Uh, but one of the best unpowered decks is White Eldrazi. And he probably has a good portion of that, considering the deck that he was playing today. Yeah, he has most of the mana base and stuff like that. So um, that's just my little caveat with Legacy. Hell yeah. Legacy's great. Do the fucking shout out. I'm going to fucking take a piss. So the shout out is actually one of my infect opponents, uh, round four. And he is on Twitter at MGAlters on Twitter. That's at MGAlters on Twitter. Um, he does awesome work. His whole, pretty much his whole deck, he, he did it himself. It was his entire main deck, and then yeah, most, so of, the most of the sideboard. And I'm not gonna lie, they were fucking good. Oh, uh, I would say arguably some of the best alters I've seen in person. Yeah, he has. Um, he does take commissions, obviously. Um, I think I'm gonna have him do my commander. I think I'm gonna have him do crew fix. Yeah, he has. Uh, his Misty Rainforests are pretty sweet. Uh, he made them borderless and kind of some greenery growing uh, on the edges. You can still read the card. Um, he had a really fucking sweet set of brainstorms, sweet set of forces. Um, his Noble Hierarchs were a throwback to when they used to do seasons. So fall, winter, spring, summer. And they were really cool. That's great. Um the card one that he his, showed today. One of the best, the Pendlehaven, is just incredible. Oh my god, it's flawless. Um, the one he showed me today, the picture of, that blew my mind, was uh, Library of Alexandria. Mm-hmm. With the pool that comes out in front of it. The water. The water's yeah. got to be the hardest thing like in the entire the, world to paint. Reminded me of like the fucking Taj Mahal. To get the India. textures correctly, the water's got to be like top fucking notch. And the extension he did all around the border for the water. Yeah. Like... It left me legitimately speechless. It looked speechless. like you took the text box and just slapped it over a pool. Actually fucking extended it, yeah. Yeah. Like, it was... hoo It was good. So fucking good. Was, so, that's our shout-out. Awesome dude. Listen, really cool guy. Great artist. Yeah, just a quality guy. And uh, if if you want to get if you're interested in cards alters, altered, um, he's... he's I, I highly recommend him. He said he likes doing, like, stained glass... Which His stained glass uh brainstorms. He had stained glass uh Belfel Strix too. Yeah, the Belfel Strix was good. He had a uh shit, what was the card they showed us? Uh a mana artifact. Oh, mana crypt. Mana crypt. He had the stained glass mana crypt and I was just like, Man, come yeah, on. Color now. matching. Didn't extend come the border, on. just literally the art. Super dope. So that's that's the fucking show. Yeah, guys. he's incredible. We're just doing a quick little little quickie. That's what I'm scrolling through right now. 
Um, like, he has a, yeah, that's get he loves out of here. Glass. The stained glass snapcaster, like, come on now. We're looking at his Twitter right the, now. Uh, Prosh the Sky Raider, pretty Jeez, cool. Jeez, his stained glass art is so good. Yeah, just even if you don't even want an altar, just go follow this guy just so you can see the work that he does. Uh, because the Trinifers. Oh, the Trinifers is insane. Yeah, that's really cool. Oh, sign me up, it's man. Purples, Seriously, blues and reds. Just and it's go, awesome. <laughs> guys. Go on and see his altars just on his Twitter and give him a follow. It, you're not going to be disappointed. They're fucking insane. Whoa! Yeah. The Picasso dig through time? Yeah. Come pretty, on pretty now. sweet. But, All right, dude. Well, uh, we're in Syracuse right now. Yeah, hey, if anyone's in Syracuse, come on and say hi. Get some free tokens. Hell yeah, we still got tokens we'll give away. Uh, we gave away a good handful today. Yeah, go sling some fucking spells. Yeah, all you have to do is fucking ask, and we will. Uh, I will give you tokens for you to alter yourself, or I will fucking draw them, or you can make Matt draw them. I'm sure he'll try. I'm a good stick figure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, we'll be on the site tomorrow. Uh, if you're listening to this and you weren't at Syracuse, uh, y- you missed your opportunity. Yeah, you dumb bitches. What are I you guess doing? I guess we'll just, just have to come to fucking GP Fetch and Shock in California, Pennsylvania. Yeah. <laughs> all right, well. Uh, Matt, I would say our traditional, uh, well, that's another one in the books. Yeah. Uh, And I'll see you later, but I won't see you later because we're sleeping next to each other tonight in the same bed. (laughs) No, we have two twin beds (laughs) in our lovely, what, fucking, not Motel 6. Quality in. Quality in, there we go. And it is nothing but quality. All right, motherfucker, well, uh... Like I said, I can't say fucking goodbye to you because I'm just... We're going to continue to I'm drink these... say goodbye to you and then just not talk to you for the rest of the night. <laughs> no, we're going to continue to drink our fucking... Our Bud Light Pounders. No, Bud Light 24 big Ounces. Big boys. Yeah, big Bud Light Tall Boys. And uh, <clears throat> probably continue to talk about magic, just not <laughs> recorded. <laughs> but as far as what you guys are hearing, this is it. So, <laughs> see you later, nerds! Peace! Peace!